Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. and welcome back for another episode of Small Business Made Simple. Today on the podcast, I have a couple of guests that are near and dear to my heart, John Vogt and Ed Weaver. Uh, Both John and Ed, they run uh, what's called the Homepage Network down in Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. John is the owner and founder, uh, while Ed runs the sports division of the news network, and he also runs his own business um, called Circle W Sports. So Ed stays pretty busy as well. Homepage, if you aren't familiar with what they are, it's actually an online media platform where you can find pretty much every single good thing going on in Tioga County on their website. They're really a news site that focuses on the good in the community. It's pretty awesome what they do. It's also incredible what they have built their station into. I mean, I was around since the beginning. I know exactly where they have come from and what they've really built it into now. And it's really incredible how it's growing and what they're doing in the community. Um, So today they actually introduce, uh, share how to introduce a new idea uh, to a small town. So what they did was they were a brand new media platform for Wellsboro. That's in Tywood County. That's where they started. Um, They have since expanded. So what they talk about today on the podcast is, look, if you have an innovative idea, here's how you can introduce it and not scare everyone away. Because honestly, they have the town and the county backing them. It's really incredible. This is something that was brand new and they're introducing it to a county and a town that not much had changed in probably 150 years. And they revolutionized it. I love sitting down with them and I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Here is my interview with local business owners, John Vogt and Ed Weaver. Hey, John and Ed, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Um, really appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, it's great to be here, Sam. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, so for those of you who are listening, uh, John Vogt is the owner of the Homepage Network, and he's also the founder. And Ed has been working with Homepage um, for a number of years, I think since year two. I think after a year of it being up and going, uh, Ed jumped on. Is that right, Ed? Yes. And Ed also owns his own business, which is called Circle W Sports, and it's tied in um, with a lot of what Homepage does because Homepage does a lot of um, sports broadcasting as well. So, John, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what you did to get started? Can you talk me through that? Well, I think it it began really when we were in in Washington, D.C. area operating Seminole Broadcasting Company Incorporated, Mm -hmm. and we had some ideas uh, for new media because – uh, there was a huge paradigm shift in the broadcasting industry, and we could see that uh, terrestrial broadcasters were, were going to be in trouble the way things were going. Uh, everything was shifting over to digital and into this new media world. And so we had some ideas, and we had some vision even before we left uh, D.C. back in 2004. A lot of those things got put on the shelf because when we got uh, back up in this area, our hometown area of Wellsboro, Pennsylvania, Tioga County, 
the computers weren't really fast enough and the internet wasn't fast enough up here to really sustain uh, the effort that we we wanted to put forth, which was basically uh, internet broadcasting. So, I mean, as time went on, things got better, the internet got faster, people's computers got faster, and then we, we launched the concept in 2014. So I think at the beginning we, we felt like if we got a thousand viewers at the end of the first month, that'd be pretty cool and we could just kind of build it from there and see how it, how it goes. I mean, we didn't know if people were gonna like it or not. Right. And we got, we got slammed with uh, 13,000 viewers in three weeks and uh, it kind of turned our lives upside down and changed, changed everything. So where the, the main gig used to be media audio and video production now our main uh source of income is the home page network and what made you want to actually start homepage you said it was a major paradigm shift is that why you decide to venture out on that well i could see the the way uh things are working right now in this world unfortunately uh in the world of media both old media and new media uh the way you make your money is right now anyway it's basically off human suffering and, and tragedy. So um, if you look at most media today, you know, it's, it's horrible stuff. It's rape, it's murder, it's drug bust, it's robberies, it's, it's horrible stories. And they might throw a kicker in at the end of, of what they call a legitimate newscast. You know, you might get a feel good story toward the end. Uh, every now and then, but um, most of it is tragedy, and they take tragedy and they turn it into clicks, and they sell clicks, and that's how our industry is making a lot of their profit right now. So we have a different take on that. We feel like there are millions of good things that happen in this country every day, and that they are also newsworthy. Mm -hmm. And so we're swimming upstream uh, a different direction, and. I think it's going to work. I mean, so far people like it. It's a great alternative to your normal negative media. And uh, a lot of people I know, Sam, you know, they're turning stuff off. They they don't watch TV news anymore. They're they're upset at cable. They're uh, a lot of the newspapers. Uh, the same thing, you know. If it bleeds, it leads. And they're they're looking for some good news. And there's so many good things that happen. You just have to know how to report it and do it in a compelling way, make it interesting. And so a big part of what we do is to try to influence our community for good instead of taking a bad story and stirring it up and making it even more horrible so I can sell clicks. Right. So for those of you who are listening, uh, the Homepage Network is holds a, a nice little part of my past. I uh, was on staff there for a number of years and I did some broadcasting and interviewing and uh, exactly what John is saying is very true. They don't chase ambulances is what he used to call it. And he probably still does. Um, really, it's about finding the good in the community. And that's what I love about Homepage. And Ed um, has been an integral part of what they're doing at Homepage, but he's kind of ventured off on his own also. So Ed, can you tell me a little bit about um, how Circle W Sports came into existence and how it ties into Homepage as well? Yeah. Uh, so 
what Circle W Sports is, is we're uh, an online platform for uh, high school uh, athletic departments and teams to build their own websites, mobile apps to help promote, you know, their programs, their school history and their student athletes. Um, you know, we officially formed in 2015, uh, but you know, I've been doing this since I started coaching football at Wellsboro in 2006, you know, and um, so my very first website was wellsborofootball.com. And then, you know, we started branching out into more of the other uh, sports that Wellsboro had to offer. And then, you know, the District 4 and the Northern Tier League. Um, so, I mean, I was probably a good 10 years in uh, to doing all my writing and, you know, kind of what John touched on earlier with, you know, traditional media. We're in a market here in Wellsboro where there's, you know, one paper that publishes, you know, once a week. So for sports coverage, you know, if you play a football game on a Friday night, you have to wait pretty much until the following week to be able to read about it. So, you know, it's part of a way of, you know, trying to help promote our kids a little bit more and do some of the things that, you know, the traditional media couldn't do or just didn't have the capacity to do. That's kind of where, you know, we stepped in and kind of filled that void. And it was, yeah, probably, what, 2000, late 2014, early 2015 when uh, the votes reached out to me because they, you know, they saw the writing I was doing for Wellsboro Football and WellsboroAthletics.com and just said, hey, we're looking for a, a sports director to, you know, to cover the school. And you seem like you have a pretty good handle on that. And, you know, the rest was kind of history. So, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how. And then, you know, once I was working for Homepage, uh, I had an, a previous, you know, full-time job at the time with that and then really went, you know, head first on the Circle W Sports full time. That's so cool. Now, as you guys know, and have probably experienced small towns really, they're not really open to change. But when you guys launched, whether it was Circle W Sports or the homepage network, it was extremely well received. And like I said before, it's not necessarily something that always happens in a small town where this is where the way they've done it for years and this is how they're going to continue to do it for years. How did you navigate those uncharted waters, John? Well, I think you have to have an attitude of servanthood. When you, you go into any community, you know, whether it's Williamsport, Wellsboro, Corning, you know, Mansfield, Blossburg, wherever we go, we know that what will win the day is looking beyond your needs to the needs of others, helping people tell their story. Uh, it's really a servant-hearted approach. Um, yeah, you, we do a good job, I think, in covering news and information that happened in a community. But I can remember, uh, Sam, when, when we first started, you know, if we walked into a place, you know, the owner of an establishment was – was running out the back door and, you know, telling the staff, hey, I don't want to talk to these guys, you know, I'm out of here. And uh, now I can honestly say, I think we could walk into any establishment in Mansfield, Bosford, Wellsboro, and, you know, they're, they're at the door greeting us, uh, thanking us for our coverage of their town. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, we had to prove ourselves. We had to show folks that we're not here to hurt anybody. We're not trying to hurt the paper. We're not trying to hurt any radio stations. We're not trying to hurt any TV stations. I mean, we'd do anything we could to help any of them. If they needed footage, we'd come up with a way to help. Um, so I think we had to just win the day. And in and, 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 and doing that, uh, to, to, to accomplish that, you, you have to prove uh, that you're, you're not going to hurt people, that you're for them, you're not against them, you're not trying to play a gotcha moment to come up with a great story, you know, 
uh, trick somebody with a question, make them look foolish so you can put it on and get a bunch of clicks off of it. You know, we had to prove ourselves. And the kinds of stories we were covering and the kinds of things we did and the way we edited it and the way we put things together, I think it told the community pretty quickly that, hey, these people are for us and they're not going to hurt us. But, you know, there, there are still those that are on the, some of them are a little, still a little prickly, uh, but, you know, we're winning them over. <laughs> right. yeah, and then with sports, you know, Ed really helped with sports because his whole uh, concept with Circle W Sports, it's such a great, fantastic platform for any school uh, to uh, get awareness uh, for their athletes and for their their programs and sports will will rule the day. We saw that early on. We went through a couple of attempts to put together a sports department before we brought on Ed. And uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, Lord help me, because I need to I need to find somebody who really loves this and and can do it, and not just do one sport, but do the whole deal and uh, has the community community's interest at heart and has. The coaches and the athletic directors and the, the athletes and the different athletic programs in, in the areas that we serve you know, has their back, too, and, and has their best interest at heart. Ed was a perfect fit for all that. Um, so his work with Circle W Sports was um, – it kind of fit hand and glove with us. Right. Uh, I think making Ed our sports director and turning – that area of homepage over to him was one of the best things that we ever did. And one of the reasons probably we're still here today. How hard was it, John, to, I guess, really let go of something that you guys had had, you know, your hands in and really turn it over to uh, Ed as your staff? I mean, a lot of times, and myself included, it's really hard. And as my business starts to grow, um, it's going to be really hard for me to let something go and really empower someone to do something. How do you do that as a business owner? Well, I think the first thing you do, you have to find, find the right person. You have to find the right people. And then you invest in them, you work with them, and you hold each other's arms up, and you're there for each other. So it really starts with finding the right person. So I mean, we went through a couple different directions before we found Ed. But I knew what I wanted because I had built a broadcast staff in D.C. and I knew how it worked. Basically, you get people that, you know, they're passionate about uh, passionate about what they do. Uh, they have a servant heart. They want to serve the community well. They, they have a great work ethic. They're a detailed person. Uh, they're, they're going to be loyal. You can trust them. You know, these are all the kinds of things that I found in Ed Weaver. I can trust Ed. I trust Ed with my life. And I trust Andrew with my life. I mean, there's two people right there. I trust Rhonda with my life. I mean, I've been really blessed. I mean, Sam, when you worked here, I trust you with my life. I trust you with my kids. I trust you with my daughter. Uh, you know, if I had to go someplace and, hey, Sam, make sure that things are right here and make sure Johanna's protected. Right. Uh, whatever was going on, you know, you surround yourself with people that you trust. They've got a, they've got a, a moral back background, they're loyal, they're hardworking. That's the first step. Once you find the right people, then it's just a matter of figuring out you know, how to how to get things to work together. I mean, it, with Ed, it was easy because, I mean, Ed, Ed knows more about sports than any of us. And, yeah, you know, I needed somebody that 
to take that and, and run with it. And it just fit. Yeah, and it was. It, I mean, he can. He's he could run way past me with with sports. I mean, this weekend we did a, a we covered a all star football game, and I had to be down on the field doing interviews, and he was up still up in the booth working his stats for uh, Circle W. And I'll tell you something, I really missed him on the field. You know? <laughs> uh, you know, he would have he would have had better questions. He would have been able to play off the coach's responses a little better. He would have had better questions for the players. Yeah, and I limped along and got through it. But if he had been down there in the field, or if he had even been able to shake loose where he could feed me questions, yeah, you know, he's much better at that stuff than than I right. am. So it, it was easy to hand hand that component off to Ed because of his wisdom in that area. And he he knew the industry. He knew sports. That's so cool, Ed. Um, what John was saying, you know, about the community and how that's really one of the biggest things that really kind of built homepage and built that trust. Can you touch on what the community has done for Circle W Sports and why it's important to be in the community? I mean, you've been coaching football for years. You've been a part of homepage for years. So what did that do? How did that get the gears turning for when you started Circle W Sports? I mean, it all, it all just kind of goes, you know, hand in hand. Because, I mean, like, even, you know, when you're when you're coaching, you're building those relationships with you, your players and your parents because, you know, at the Ultimately, in a small town like ours, you're relying on them so much to, you know, either help with fundraising or, um, you know, getting stuff ready for games on Friday nights or Saturdays, uh, you know, packing team meals uh, for bus trips for away games. So, I mean, you know, you, you kind of have that um, tie in already. And then, you know, really, I just looked at it as kind of ex an extension off of that, whereas, you know, you know, like I said, kind of before, like our market, you know, there's four, you know, basic high schools and there's really one, you know, sports editor at our local paper. So, you know, they kind of pick and choose and mix it up where they want to go. Whereas, you know, I was kind of, you know, just dedicated to Wellsboro. I knew the kids from, you know, coaching them, uh, you know, brothers or sisters or, you know, what have you. So I already knew, you know, the majority of them. So, I mean, just to write about them just kind of took that relationship one step further. Mm -hmm. And would you say the community just being a part of it and networking has really helped Circle W? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's kind of our whole, you know, foundation is, you know, I'm, you know, when I go out, I'm not, you know, selling them on, you know, I, I, I'm selling them on myself. But at the same time, I'm selling them as, you know, this is what this is how it's helped our, you know, kids at Wellsboro. This is what it could do for you. You know, so right. it's not necessarily just, you know, this is what it's going to cost you. And we're going to set something up and just say, you know, here, go to it. You know, it, it's a, a repetitive process. It's an iterative process on a daily basis where, you know, we're helping a coach or helping a kid. And I mean, really, the whole the whole thing is, you know, community focused and community driven. I will be right back with the rest of my interview with John and Ed in just a minute. Hundreds of websites come across our desks here at One Click Agency every single year. Here's a secret. I don't say it very often. They're all making the same five mistakes. I mean, they're basically making five simple mistakes and you're probably making them too. So what we did is we wrote a PDF to help correct those mistakes at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. See, if you're making one of these five mistakes, 
They are super easy to fix. This is foundational and just basic stuff for your website. Some of these mistakes are really just equivalent to a barbershop coming to me and saying, hey Sam, you know, no one is coming inside our shop. And so I go to their shop and I notice that their windows are painted black and they don't even have a sign in their building. And I say to the barbershop owner, well, scrape the paint off your windows and hang a sign on your building that says who you are. And guess what? You're going to see an uptick in sales. These are little website mistakes people are making that are as blatant as that, but for whatever reason, they can't seem to see them. And there are hundreds of people making these mistakes, like I said before, and I want to make sure that you see them. I want to point them out to you. Go to oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. It's completely free. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And I'll explain what they are and how you can fix them. Oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. So one of the things that we like to focus on in the podcast is, look, this is what we've done right in marketing. This is what we've done wrong. And that's, I think, one of the roadblocks for small business owners is there are so many avenues that they can take to market their business, whether it's social media, whether it's radio, whether it's TV, whether it's uh, with SEO, a website, whatever it is, there are so many directions they can go. So John, can you start and kind of touch on what you guys did in the beginning that really helped? I mean, you said what, you had 13,000 viewers in three weeks or something like that? Yeah, so we've made our mistakes too, but at the beginning we we actually uh, did it right. We did a hard, a hard rollout of homepage in Tioga County in Wellsboro. <clears throat> and so basically we use social media and, uh, and a website to uh, drive uh, interest. And we did a little countdown, you know, that this whole thing was going to roll out and at a certain day, I forget how it would be. We do the countdown like two weeks out or something like that. I think you almost kind of stagger. I think you started maybe like six months out, and then you did like yeah, we three did months little, out. We did little teasers along the way. Was, you know, like every kind of week there was a new right. You know, uh, you know, something's right. coming. You know, message. so we did a little tease video, and yeah, I guess we did start a lot earlier. And so we yeah. we just rolled out little stuff, got the interest, got the community buzzing and talking about what in the world is this. And at the beginning, we didn't tell them anything. I mean, you just, you saw little snippets of videos and, you know, people are going, well, what is this? And then I think at the end, when we did the hard, hard rollout at the very end, you know, it started out in outer space and, uh, you know, from a satellite and then it, you know, it, it, you had the earth, you know, in the, in your, on your screen. And then it started descending, you know, through the clouds and from the atmosphere down into this little town called Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. And then when it landed in Wellsboro, then there was a, a burst, a collage of all kinds of things that we were gonna cover. Uh, you know, some sports, uh, uh, the police department worked with us, you know, we, we, had, we had all kinds of different things that we, little snippets of things that I could imagine that we would be covering the homepage. So, uh, you know, whether it was the Laurel Festival or Dickens or whatever, we, we put the, together a collage of things that were you know, very fast-paced. And that kind of rolled it out. 
And then we started covering stories every day. And, uh, you know, some people said, yeah, what are you, this isn't going to work in Wellsboro, Pennsylvania, for crying out loud. Where are you going to get the stories? You know, what are you going to do with one story a month? You know, no. What, what, you going to try to do one a week? And no, we're going to actually try to roll out one a day. <laughs> you know, wow. some people in the industry thought we were nuts. My, my, my buddies down in D.C., my fellow broadcasters, you know, they were kind of shaking their heads. They thought well, I lost my mind. Uh, but, you know, Sam, I did the math, and there was no way we were going to make it financially work doing one a, one, one a week. And that wasn't going to work. We had to roll out one a day, and we had to sell it. And uh, when you when you had those those friends and people in the industry down in DC shaking their head and going, "Man, you know, John, this might not be a good idea." I mean, I know there are other business owners and entrepreneurs out there that have had people look at them, probably even family, and say, "Wow, I don't know how you're going to make this work." What did you do to just tune it out and go, "You know what? I know this is going to work. I know we can make it work." How did you do that? Well, we had all that. We had friends and family, you know, worried about that. But um, I think it it started with taking the vision and then doing the research before you pull the trigger. Because after you pull the trigger, you know, if you do it right, uh, you, you should be committed to – Going through the whitewater, persevering. You may adjust the vision along the way as you discover and learn things. But once you pull the trigger, uh, you should uh, ha have your research done, have your act together. So we did research. We, you know, for, for two or three years before Homepage launched, we did a lot of research. And to see, can we really do this? Is this going to work? And we got some input from some key business people in town. Uh, John and Nancy Dunham, I pulled them in. I showed them the concept. And I said, you think this will work here? I mean, they've weathered a lot of storms here in Wellsboro. Uh, are you still with me, Sam? I'm here. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I, my computer <laughs> screen went off for a second. I want to make sure we were connected. So Sam and uh, so, so, uh, John and Nancy Dunham, uh, you know, they – they kind of helped give the green light at the beginning. Uh, Bruce Vickery, a, a local attorney, you know, he was in, very encouraging at the beginning. Uh, we bounced it off uh, a number of friends and family and uh, some folks in the church and my pastor and different folks you know, that I trusted. And, uh, you know, it seemed like we were getting green lights. And then I had to do a lot of, of thinking and I had to count the cost. And there was no guarantee it's, it's, it was going to work. And there's never still, is, right? <laughs> there's still no guarantee it's going to work. I mean, we're still a young, developing company. But we got to the point where I, Sarah and I, prayerfully came to a place where we pulled the trigger. We said, "Okay, we're we're going to be in this now. This is this isn't going to be an easy thing." And you know, you know, you're going to hit white water. You just don't know quite what it's going to be. So you do the research first. You try to put your key team together, the people that you're going to walk it out with. Make sure you got great folks. And then when you when you pull the trigger, you're just you're determined. You're not going to look back. You're going to be faithful, be persevering. You know, get through the white water, make adjustments as you have to, but you know you're in it for the long haul. 
And, uh, but all that, all that work goes, you know, comes first before you pull the trigger, you're going to have enough research done and enough of your act together where, you know, when you, when you go get, when you start, you know, you're, you're not going to go out there for two months and go, eh, I guess not, <laughs> you know, that's not the way to do it. So I just want to ask what has been the most difficult part of running homepage and Ed, you can jump in on this too about circle W. Can you guys just touch on really what's been the hardest part for you guys? All right, I'll go first and I can throw these two cents in. I think the hardest part for me has been what we do is very expensive. So mm -hmm. we give a very high end look. Okay. Uh, more of a network feel the way we shoot, the way we edit. A lot of small TV stations will go out and put a, a stringer and a camera on something, and then it ends up for 15 seconds in the story. We go out there and try to tell the story. So we got three, four cameras, maybe four cameras and a drone on a story, and all that costs money. So you're gonna, you know, you have to have the shooters, you have to have the editors, you know, you have to have the uh, uh, the writers and the anchors and the correspondents and uh, it's it's quite a juggernaut. It, it, it's not an easy thing to do, and it's an expensive thing to do. And the mom and pops in a small community, it's hard for them to foot that kind of a bill. So, you know, if they're an advertiser, um, you know, not, it, it's going to be difficult in a small a small community like Wellsboro or Mansfield or Blossburg for the local mom and pops to be able to come up with the the money it's going to take to fund those projects. And then you got to give them advertising that works and give them results that work. So it's, it's a challenging task. So our greatest strength is how we put things together. Our greatest strength is we pay attention to creativity and we pay attention to uh, an in-depth coverage of a story and not just one camera, but several cameras, several vantage points an anchor, a correspondent, a good writer. You got to put all that together. And on the other side, you've got to cover it financially. So that's a challenge. And uh, as we grow, we're going to get better and better at it. And we are, you know. Um, but I don't know if that answers your question. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ed? Uh, pretty much along, you know, the same lines as what John said. I mean, right now, I mean, Circle W is my entire life. You know, I am pretty much, you know, I'm the founder, I'm the sales guy, I'm the main developer, I'm, you know, so I, I wear all these different hats. And, you know, like even just this morning, you know, I kind of slept in a little bit because I was just so burnt out from yesterday. So I always have the hard time of, you know, it's like, you know, there's it's just trying to find a balance between, you know, what you're doing. Um but, you know, I'm in the growth, you know, stage as well. And, you know, just trying to to position myself where I can, you know, hire some people, you know, hopefully here very soon to, you know, help shoulder some of the, the workload and uh, expand upon some of the stuff that we've already built. But, yeah, I mean, that pretty much the, the same thing, uh, what John touched on earlier. And you really just nailed it with saying that you, you wear a lot of hats. I think that really identifies what a lot of business owners, whether it's small business, medium business, um, 
that's what they're doing is really juggling so many things. And they have to, that's, that's how you do it uh, in the beginning there. So how did you really nail down that balance? Or is that something you're still working on? It's still, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> um, I always, you know, kind of refer to myself as a night owl. So I'm up most, you know, late nights anyway. So, you know, it, I will just, you know, just keep working until I'm just physically exhausted and pretty much, you know, just am ready for bed and pass out. Uh, but I mean, it's just a constant, you know, a constant, you know, balance and constant adjustment. Because I mean, yeah, I, it's, you know, it's everything. Yeah, if you're looking for a nine to five, 40 hour week, you know, don't go into business for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you so again, just to close it out, you two can both answer this. But if for some reason tomorrow, uh, John, you woke up and your house was gone, homepage was gone, your savings was gone. Would you do it again? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm committed to the vision. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you took my house and all that stuff away from me. I, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what your question is. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, if, you were, if you were to lose um, what you've already put into it, so let's say homepage just didn't exist and you had to start over. Would you go for another homepage or would you say, wow, that's not something I would ever do again? No, I think it's a great concept. And I, I think it's, I, I would commit to it again because I think, you know, we could do a lot of things on audio and video and make, make a lot more money than we're making. I'm sure Ed could use his platform and do some things where he could make more money than what he's making. But um, I'm, I think right now with the way things are in, in the country at large, okay, the the lack of stability, the uh, the negative media. Do you realize that Sam, Sam, someone your age, you have had a steady diet of negative media since birth. Okay, now I can remember back when it was a little different, you know, before it got really bad. But you know, you're bombarded with one negative story after another, and it has hurt our country. It has hurt the heart of our country, the heart of our people. People have become cynical and uh, people have become uh, hard-hearted almost to protect themselves from the pain of just one negative thing after another. And then we go into the entertainment realm and we go watch people blow each other up for you know, two and a half hours. And this is fun uh, in some you know, adventure, adventure movie or something, you know, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy those things too, but I'm just saying it, you, a steady diet of negative media uh, and negative influences in your life, it, it pulls you down. There's got to be somebody that holds up a different standard that covers some good things so that people can watch a story and go, hey, I, I want to do that. I want to be like that. I want to dream like that. I want to help somebody like that guy helped that, that person. There's got to be a, a way to release the positive things uh, that are all over in this country you know, that we, we've thrown a wet rag on. Right. The other thing I would say is, you know, just in closing, it, real quick, you know, I believe, you know, part of the, you know, this for me is a calling. Uh, you know, I, I believe the Lord put this on my heart. I want to be faithful to what God's called me to do. God has called me to influence my community for good and right. put an arm on people and try to be an encourager. So, I mean, I think that's. Yeah, you got to be faithful to that no matter what happens. Ed? Right. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'd start over in a heartbeat because, I mean, you know, I, I was just, when I started Circle W, you know, full time, I was just so, you know, disenfranchised with the, the typical nine to five, you know, corporate grind. And I, you know, I, I walked away from a pretty cush job to, you know, barely, you know, scraping by on a monthly basis. And um, it just, it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. It teaches you, you know, what you can do, what what you need to do to kind of keep yourself going. Um, and I would, I would do that in a heartbeat. I always said I would, I would rather struggle and try to build something for myself than just sit around and twiddle my thumbs all day. That's so so cool. that's, that's kind of, you know, my whole aspect of it. But yeah, if, if something were to happen, I, I immediately try to get everything back up and running. That's awesome, guys. I really appreciate both of you uh, taking the time and diving into a little bit of the past of both of your businesses and dropping some wisdom and uh, awesome content for um, the our listeners. So again, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. And I wish you the best in both Circle W Sports and the Homepage Network. John and Ed, thanks so much. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sam. Thanks for all you do. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much, everybody, once again for tuning in to another episode of Small Business Made Simple and an interview with John and Ed. Uh, they are doing incredible work down in Pennsylvania. Hopefully you kind of gathered that from the podcast and I couldn't be more happy for them. They, they really have brought the community together and offer quality media really for the entire county. It's awesome what they're doing. And I would encourage you to check out what they're doing um, in Tywood County. You can find more about them and what they do and kind of what their platform looks like at wellsboroughhomepage.com. So go check them out and uh, definitely see what's going on at the Homepage Network. Next week on the podcast, I have a local business owner named Dan Flat on the show. Dan owns Multimedia Services, and they're a printing company down in Corning, New York. Here's a short clip of my interview with Dan. You want to try to find the customers that most match your core product your core benefits and that you could serve them and they would find a reason to continue to come back and back because like customers of ours like say Guthrie I need them to feel comfortable because they're ordering stuff daily you know and it's a relationship that you're building up so you got to find the customers that you can develop a long-term relationship with that become that floor that you can grow from thanks as always everybody for listening to the podcast I just want to quickly encourage you and ask if you would subscribe and review the podcast if you haven't already. This just gets the podcast out more and really gets it in front of more people and I would greatly appreciate it if you took the time to do that. You guys are awesome for the support you've already shown and again, if you haven't reviewed or subscribed, go ahead and do so now. Remember, we want your competitors to see how you run your business and say to themselves, Man, how did we not think of that?